studio this morning from the city of Monmouth, we do have Mayor Rod Davies. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, Vanessa. Also with us this morning, Communications Director Ken Helms. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. How are you, sir? Oh, pretty good. Good. Also with us this morning, we do have the City Administrator, Mr. Lou Steinbrecher. Good morning, Lou. Uh, Good morning, Vanessa. Congratulations on Sparty. Yes, it was a nice weekend, and and back at you with the Razorbacks. Let's go see who can pull out this Sweet 16. Yeah, you betcha. All right, time to take a look at the City Council meeting from last night. Ken, I do believe you're going to start. Sure. Uh, We had the two public safety reports that the uh, Chiefs gave. Uh, Started off with the Police Department monthly report that Chief Schweitzer gave. Um, The Police Department did uh, finish up uh, applying for two separate grants this month uh, to cover uh, body-worn cameras. Uh, That is a new state law that kicked in a couple years ago, and we're starting to get up on the uh, timeline for having it completed. Uh, We're trying to get ahead of that um, versus going right up to it. So we've been uh, applying for a number of different grants. This would be for a body-worn camera for each individual officer. Uh, That would be... Uh, it is uh, pretty expensive tech, uh, along with some annual maintenance fees that are associated with it. Uh, so uh, we'll be really happy if we end up getting the state and federal grants uh, to do that. Talking with uh, Sheriff Pettigrew from McDonough County, they said they will have to look at having an outside company for the redacting. There's some the maintenance like you're talking about, um, the servers, things like that. There's going to be a need for additional help. Yeah, um, a lot of departments are doing that. Uh, We're actually going with a little bit different of a uh, uh, system than what Macomb's uh, looking to go for. Um, We're going to use basically a hosted provider um, to handle that, which has um, AI software. So when we get a FOIA request, uh, when we get anything like that, and say we have uh, victims, it's a medical, um, there's a number of different things that – by law we would be required to redact before we can release that footage um the uh system is able to provide that for us Um, so we give it a little bit of guidance uh, by doing that uh it will increase the um oh uh, the responsibilities of the staff that are assigned to do that Um, it it is going to generate quite a bit of workload um there but we're hoping that we can get that done uh, without any increase in staff um, like some of the other departments are, are going to have dependent on the systems they go with. What are you looking at for costs, Ken, for this project? Uh, it, it all comes down to uh, it all comes down to what we get for the grant. Um, ideally, uh, we're probably looking at somewhere between fifteen hundred and two thousand dollars per camera, um, and that would cover nineteen uh, officers there. Uh, like I said, each one needs to have its own camera uh, because of battery requirements. Just just a number of different factors, um, especially digital hygiene. Uh, it just makes it a lot easier if they're not sharing. Uh, cameras. Most of the systems are not designed to do that. So. New word, digital hygiene. And there you go. You yep. heard it right here. You slipped that in, didn't you? Uh-huh, I did, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so you guys are, what is the requirement, 2025? Yes. Okay, so you're ahead of the game on getting this um, implemented. Yeah, and uh, because of the way that the uh, state has wrote the body cam uh, laws, uh, there's going to be a little bit of a um, I, I guess getting used to wearing the body cams, stuff like that. Um, the assembly decided to uh, pass pass this particular law um, without a lot of consideration for workflow um, when it comes to it. So, and there's some pretty decent consequences uh, to the individual officer um, if they don't use it the way that 
the law states they have to. Okay. So um, it, it's going to take them a little bit to get used to that. All right. Keep us posted. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, we did end up uh, with a vacancy in dispatch. Um, one of the employees left us there um, just uh, due to a number of different things. And so we are uh, hiring again uh, for that position. That's basically one of the positions that uh, we're constantly um, trying to get people recruited into it. Um, we, we can always use more staff there. So if anybody's listening and they're thinking about maybe a career as a uh, telecommunicator, uh, all they have to do is stop down to the police department, pick up an application, um, talk to Chief Schweitzer. Or, uh, they can do a sit-in, kind of see if that's something that might fit their lifestyle. Okay. What uh, shift is it? Um, so uh, we always hire them as part-time so they can get used to it and then they have the option to go full-time if they want uh, since it is a uh, um, labor position uh, it's uh, all determined based upon seniority um, and the contracts there so it could be first second or third shift they do bidding um, to see which ones uh, they want okay and then after that we had the fire department uh, monthly report the chief Rex wrote gave um, ladder 40 did have a minor issue with the electrical system which was repaired um, that was all uh, covered under the warranty uh, there engine 23 had a little minor issue with the uh, water pump too so they got that taken care of and then for staff training for the month uh, they covered uh, bloodborne pathogens and uh, HIPAA awareness uh, so the bloodborne pathogens of course um, when they're dealing with uh, you know, automotive accidents, different things like that. There's a lot of awareness uh, uh, about uh, the different bodily fluids that they might be exposed to, um, what to do if they're exposed. Um, it's just, it's one of those trainings that they're constantly going through. That way it's always fresh in their mind um, and, and they can be uh, as safe as they can be for it. And then the, the HIPAA awareness, um, as most people know, the uh, HIPAA laws protect uh, medical uh, confidentiality stuff so just making sure that um, you know over the radio different things like that um, that they're uh, protecting uh, the patient's privacy okay and that was about it all right on the um, calls how many calls did we have for police if you do the summary for Mm -hmm. us yeah um, so uh, this in February of this year a couple of the calls are actually up Uh, they had 2067 dispatch calls so that would be any time that they have to send out somebody um, to, to deal with something and so that's up uh, by 207 compared to this time last year and uh, the calls uh, just standard police department calls um, they're at 1092 which is up uh, by 116 as well okay. so we are seeing a little bit of an increase in the uh, actual calls that are being generated um, some of them are down uh, good thing um, Automotive accidents, uh, those are down uh, considerably from last year, too. Um, The grant hours, there hasn't been as many state grants put out uh, this month, so that's down a little bit as well. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm.